What's up, gang? What up? Here we go. It's episode five zero fifty. That's a pretty popping number. You know what I'm saying? Woo! Five zero. Who thought we would have made it this far? Come on. Pretty tight. Um, let's vibe for a second on this song, and then we'll we'll get pop in here. Um, all right. So, PCH cruising. My girl, she's new. That's Jaden Smith. This is his. This is him and Willow Smith on this track. I don't know why I picked these songs, guys, but um, <laughs> it's what I've been listening to oddly enough lately. You know what it is? It's cruising, and I think that's actually relevant to this episode. And uh, because I've been, sometimes you gotta. Vi- I mean, this might be a stretch, but we're cruising sometimes. You know, we're just soaking it in sometimes in life. And we don't always have the crystal clear vision, you know, of where we're going. And, and maybe we don't always need one. Maybe it's nice to sometimes just cruise around. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to develop yourself and, and figure out what you're, you know, going to be driving towards eventually. But um, I think also this exploratory phase where you're try- trying things out is is important and it's good to be comfortable in that position you know this is something i've just kind of digested and, and realized after this conversation that you're about to hear um you know if you asked me when i was a year into my training parkour to make the obvious an analogy here you know what do you do and where are you going with this and like what's your what's your movement all about you know i wouldn't i wouldn't have first of all known what to tell you and uh certainly i was just like trying to be better if there was any like one thing i was just i just want to be good i just want to be expressing myself i want to be becoming healthier and stronger as a, a person and uh, i think that's kind of the only the one thing that's like stays true no matter what you're doing and uh, i think that's why you know if staying true to that is actually what allowed me to to accomplish and and you know again i didn't know what was in store for me I, if i was aiming at like certain kinds of, you know, if I was, if I had aimed at some of the things that I ended up achieving, I don't know that I would have felt confident going towards those goals, but I was able to do some crazy things in, in film and in movement, um, by just staying focused on, you know, the things I was feeling the growth out of from parkour. And so, you know, I'm still on that path, I guess. And that's more or less what this episode is about is that path of personal growth. And, uh, you know, how it relates, I guess, to your creative expression and what you're doing. Um, today's guest is Annabelle Roca, and Annabelle is someone who's on that path, you know, to say the least. And she is someone, you know, she's a, she dances, she does like all types of different movement really. And like expresses herself in, in that medium physically, but also, you know, is it branching out into different areas? And I found out that she paints and like does all kinds of things, but you know, Basically, the reason why I had reached out to her to come on is because I know that, you know, she's doing a lot of this personal growth work, you know, and just like she's on that same, she's driven by that same force of like wanting to better herself, become a more strong, capable version of herself, you know, that good stuff. And, uh, and also I think she shares that, 
that not necessarily knowing exactly how it's going to work out right now and like where exactly she, you know, it's not a crystal clear 10 year vision that we have for ourselves. That stuff's really hard to get clear on. But again, I think, you know, if there was a nugget to take away is maybe, you know, you got to make sure you're, I mean, this is something I maybe just thought of, (laughs) but um, certainly this conversation helped me get there is just that, you know, following that that drive for growth and stuff and that's something that we share and i think you guys will get something out of this because i certainly did um again annabelle does that work and i think it's great to like bring people on to share their insights you know i'm grateful that she wanted to come on and share her insights into doing that work with me and of course with you guys um you know that stuff never goes away and uh, hopefully you gain something out of it by listening to this conversation uh and uh and uh, yeah, I guess that's it, baby. Let's do this. Um, without further ado, let's get into it. Annabelle Roca, get all the info in the description, boys and girls. We'll see you next week. I'll dance. I Sometimes I just put the camera on and I just kind of try to forget that it's there. Like I'll put it in a spot that c- captures the whole room. And then okay. I just kind of will move for like... A good amount of time and then I'll go back and watch it and choose something if it's interesting or kind of watch like what I did but I try to put it on and just kind of forget it's there so that I'm watching my process I'm not like performing for Mm -hmm. the camera you know I don't know because that's the opposite of what I do (laughs) like I mean at least I mean that's interesting because maybe I'll start trying more like that but usually i don't even pull my phone out until i know i want to film something it's like a very different approach or parkour at least mm-hmm. where it's just like all right here's the thing and sometimes i will use the camera as a boost to like help me perform like i'm like all right here's a little pressure my friend's holding it right. now i have to go let's do this right and uh yeah so it's kind of a different style i guess but that's well, it's just a different just way different. of using Like I want to tool. document me doing a challenge. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I thought of a challenge that I think is cool and I want to see me do it. And it's it. worth capturing. Worth capturing, yeah. Yeah. But maybe I've done I've done what you've, you've, you've done before. I've like done some things like that where I've time-lapsed myself or yeah. like, but uh, it's, nah, not my, not my usual process, my go-to. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting because there's like a, a shift of mindset you have to have. Like you're like, okay, I'm videoing, but I have to forget that I'm videoing, but I know that I'm videoing, you know? But it's, it's like um, <clears throat> how I'm not quite sure the exact name of this experiment, but where the electrons behave differently when they're being watched versus oh, not being yeah, watched. Yeah. I don't really the understand split, all that. That's all that quantum physics split, stuff, yeah. but yeah. Super interesting stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and and I and I totally notice it in myself where, where if I'm just if I'm just being, you know, with no with nothing around me, I'm not trying to show anything or whatever. Like, there's a different state that mm-hmm. I'm in, you know, and I try to, I try to see myself in that light, which I think is why I video myself the way I do because I'm trying to like, I'm trying to really see me. I don't uh-huh. want to just see like when I'm doing the best or like when I'm, you know, whatever, but it's like, yeah, what's the process? And often like the process is way more interesting than, than, than the, the, the footage of, of when I'm like, I'm going to video this thing and I'm going to try to make it look cool because then there's like all this pressure and mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, fuck. 
<laughs> what about the process is most interesting to you? Which part of it? Uh, well, I don't know. Just like what's fascinating because for someone who doesn't do that yeah. that way so much, yeah. you said that it's the process is more interesting typically than the the little segment that you would, you know, post about or show to your friends, like right. look at this sequence or whatever. Um, is it just that it's revealing the way that you approach things? Do you do things that you like, I can't believe I did that or that's like, that's how I do that? Yeah, watching myself think through something or like mm. watching the process of like, like coming on, coming up to an idea and then kind of sitting in the pocket of the idea and then developing it and then seeing what what develops if I give it time, you know, and sit with that, whatever. Like if it's dance, it's like a movement or a concept. If I sit with it long enough and I play with it long enough, what it becomes, and then I see the whole, like from beginning to end, you know. But it's more the beginning that I'm interested in is like, what does it look like to think? What is it, what is like a new idea look and feel like, you know? Mm. And then, <clears throat> and then what, what part of that feeling do you take with you as you develop the idea? And then what changes and what is the result, you know? And is it, if you found any bits of like revelation in there or like in the way that you approach, or do your ideas come from the same place or do they drastically morph? I mean, describe maybe for, for people that don't know, cause even I'm just like, what, what is like an idea that like that you're even what is an idea for you that you're exploring initially right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, or is it like all ideas? Is it a movement idea? Is it the same thing? I think that that's what I'm trying to understand about myself right now mm. is like are ideas that I'm having interesting. And if and if they are, do I have the patience to like give it the time to unravel and, and grow on it. I have ideas all the time with, with dance. It'll come just, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm like freestyling. And then there's this thing and I'm like, Oh, that like, that's interesting. And sometimes I find like, like a style of movement that I'm not well versed in. Like I'll say like popping, like I've never trained popping like I've mm -hmm. never like I've taken a class one class and I and I'll sit and I'll watch it and I'll try to mimic it but sometimes in my own movement I'll run into like a way that I want to express and it's like through that medium and then it's okay playing with that for a while mm. I'm what was your question um I was just curious well I mean the way what I'm thinking about now is like does it just like what you're trying to find these answers, like are they specific to your movement or do they extrapolate to some bigger things? They extrapolate like. to, okay. uh, to That's everything. That's picking to some up on, I guess, things. but I was like, because yeah. I think there's like this uh, sort of saying, I guess it's like, all right, the way you do one thing is kind of the way you do almost everything. You know? Yeah, it scares me. And it's terrifying, right? <laughs> it to scares look at, me so much. Because then you look at that and you're like, how am I doing that? And I then especially like, if you're yeah. really looking, if you're honest, I mean, does... I'm so attentive to detail, you know, and that, mm -hmm. that I, I know that about myself when I think about that saying, I'm like, okay, like I, I feel like I have to kind of like when I walk into a room, I, I, I look at everything 
where it is. Like I see how it's like organized or. Oh damn! What do you think? <laughs> Give us the assessment. <laughs> Give us the assessment. High drop studios, real quick. <laughs> I Break like it, it down in here. for the listeners. No, I like it in here. It's just like it's <laughs> it's like someone started to take incentive on organizing and then just kind of took just kind of made it like how you move efficiently through the room and like an efficient use of space and it's not too like you have some art on the wall but it's not like i painted that putting art every yeah you painted that (laughs) that's awesome it's an original b dougie i like it tell us about it tell us um well we've discussed it actually on the (laughs) podcast before but that particular painting i think is representative of this era of my life where i'm in between fire and water states. So I'm kind of like uh, playing with them both. Yeah. And so I kind of have this volcanic island image totally. next to uh, some some ocean stuff. Can I just ask one question about the painting? Yeah. When did you, what time of your life, like how long ago did you draw that or paint that it? That was uh, no more than two months ago. So you paint? That's one painting I've done, yeah. But you paint? That I've painted right. once. And, like it's not like I. <laughs> yeah. I guess I paint now. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> it's something you've chosen to dabble in as a as a mode of expression. Yes. Lately. That's cool. It was an event. Like it was like a friend of mine who is a painter, like legit. She paints and she's amazing. Her name's Megan. Yeah. And maybe I'm trying to get her on here one day. Yeah. Um, she ha- hosted us and she just was like, "I want everyone to try it." She because she can she knows like the power of it, I guess. And like, I didn't understand it even, but even after just one painting, I was like, wow, this is a really interesting way to express yourself because it's just like what we're just talking about the way that it comes out, mm-hmm. especially the style that she had us do it. We didn't have an idea. You just start painting, you start putting mm-hmm. oil on canvas and then, mm-hmm. or I don't know if it's acrylic, whatever. And then something kind of reveals itself. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, well, I have this painting in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then you have to kind of go, what What does that mean? <laughs> Why did I paint it that way? Yeah. And does it mean, does it mean something, you know, I don't know. Because when you say that, it's like, that's like the process of, of life, you know, mm-hmm. you're going, you're going, and then you kind of start to string some things together. And then it's like, okay, I'm stringing these things together. Am I stringing things together that I'm seeing? Did I create what I'm seeing to string together, you know? Ooh, I don't know. That's Or is it just like, am I seeing patterns and then putting them together and then that's what my life becomes, you know? Like, oh, I'm good uh, yeah, at this. Yeah, I did yeah. this okay. as a kid. So, yeah, my parent like, put, my, my mom put me into Is this an original B. Dougie or is this, a, is this a copy? Is this somewhat, is this me imitating another painting? Because in a way it's both. Well, there's that or just like does it mean anything that you chose mm. that 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 came out of you you know that uh whatever like line or image you know yeah we could we could go d- all day does on this, it, but... yeah is this going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh i don't know like it's well i think we can drop the painting maybe but i think like the specifics yeah. on it at least but yeah, yeah. i think the um the choices, yeah. I mean, how do you? Because I think that's that's a lot of what we're doing lately. Like that's what I'm doing in a lot of ways with the podcast is mm-hmm. I'm taking a magnifying glass to the way I do things, like the way I'm like again, like I listen to a lot of these, most of them afterwards, and and like just same way that you're video journaling and things. It's like it's in a way for me to 
examine how I think, how mm-hmm. I do things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm wondering if like that's almost uh, the way that like technology is bolstering growth or something. Mm. Or like maybe that's if you're going to do something with it, like maybe social media and stuff. These are all okay things as long as you're like more aware of this and like really using the tool. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's maybe what I'm trying to do with it. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to interact with electronics and things all day. Right. And it's like, not even just electronics. It's like social media is the ability to present yourself to mm-hmm. a mass amount of people, you know, in this instant. And it's like you can create, you create this page and you kind of create it and put whatever you want on there. You try to make it authentic or you try to not make it or you try to brand it, you know, but Mm -hmm. either way, like you're the creator of this page and yeah, you're interacting constantly with what you want to be out putting out there versus what you really are, you know, and then to use it as a tool. The question is real quick is, is what you really are, like for me, I don't necessarily use Instagram to post. I use this podcast more to post about like what I really, who I really am. I think mm-hmm. than I use like for me that in, this medium is better for that than Instagram is. For me, Instagram is like it's more like a painting. Like it's like the whole package is who I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to like be as uh, like I like to make videos for a lot of my posts, or I like to make like I like choose music that I like and I put mm-hmm. a little. I just try to express myself as a little mini edit or something. Yeah. Um, And that's who I am in a way. But Mm -hmm. like you have to like take it one step outside of that to realize that it's not me like being cool and shit in the video. It's like me just like enjoying the edit as much as um, I don't know. I'm I'm getting I'm getting off track, but I'm just saying like like being posting about who you really are. Like it's a different. There's different ways to do it. I guess is all I'm saying. Well, yeah. There's different ways to use social. I think that that would be like your personal choice. Like you, like thinking of this as like a a medium of art, like a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like this is this is the tool that you use to access a certain part of you. Instagram is another tool you use to access or to express or to exist in the world in a in another part of you you know Mm. and it's i think everyone uses it different can use it different you know and that's what's so interesting about it is like we're just starting to to really grasp like what it means to have what we have on with social media you know like the internet has just kind of started to be in a in a generation long enough that we're like what you know this is a whole other like parallel universe that we're carrying around we exist in a duality now we exist on this like internet and we exist mm-hmm. in reality and you could even argue we exist like in three now because we exist in our own self you know in the inner world then oh, you yeah. exist in the outer world and then you exist in this like outer outer world <laughs> <laughs> damn which one are you the most which am i in the most yeah i think i'm i think i'm you know oddly in in the inner inner, like in my inner, oh, inner world. Inner. Well, no, no. Okay. So there's no, four no, no. worlds now. <laughs> no, 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 no. So no. you're inside the in person that's inside you. <laughs> no, 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 you. no. I'm in my inner world and my and the outer outer. I would say more comfortably mm-hmm. than the outer world. Just like oh, just okay. existing. That's probably the hardest one to access, right? Is it? I don't should know. it be? I don't know if it should be, but that is like the the neutral one almost. You could say. 
when that's the one that people are saying you should always try to get to living in the moment that's the one i think they're talking about is like you're just being you're here experiencing and it's all good Mm -hmm. and then you dive into the inner world you can who knows what (laughs) it Mm -hmm. goes down and like you lose yourself there but you have to do that i feel like to well right because it's like pilot yourself correctly you're always in the outer world, you know, because yeah. your body, that's where your body exists, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what's interesting about the body to me is it's carrying both worlds at one time. Whoa. Your body you're strong. <laughs> you, but it is. It's like Yo, body, you have you're strong this. strong as hell. <laughs> Doubling up. <laughs> I like that, though. No, so just keep going. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, no, we exist like our physical you know, what we touch things with, that's like the physical world. But then what you're feeling when you touch something is mm. in the inner world, you know? Um, and yeah, like you're always, whether you want to be or not, you're always in the outer world. Mm-hmm. The, Cause you're present, you're, you know, whatever. But the <clears throat> outer, outer world is interesting. Cause it's like, the it's like a constant performance or like a constant statement or like a constant expression of what is your experience of the inner and outer worlds mm-hmm. you know it's like what you make yeah the yeah. sense you make of your own experience that's pretty wild i guess it's in more or less or not whatever in a lot of ways it's always existed too right i mean like since there was artistry could you say that the outer outer world has like picasso his paintings are outer outer world right they're not Mm -hmm. social media posts but they're like this third level right of like expression reflecting what he sees back towards the the world right it was harder to like at least he had months between like uh, (laughs) maybe now i don't know what they say that there's been studies now where the more time you spend on social media, the more depressed people are and more anxiety and stuff mm. they experience, which makes sense partially in this little theory, I think, because it's like, all right, well, you're carrying now this third world. Body's meant for two worlds, all right? Yeah. Sometimes three, not always three. And not everyone, maybe, you know, like I think about that. I think about what art used to be or what you know, even film used to be or mm-hmm. books used to be or any, you know, it, you used to have, you used to need to have more money, you know, mm-hmm. e- equipment used to be much more expensive, less accessible. Like now I can video something on my, the the phone that I carry around in my pocket, I can video and post something before it was like, it was a, you know, production. Like you want to film something like, do you know someone with a camera? You know, Mm -hmm. and even, you know, going back before when cameras were even harder to access is like, do you have the money and the network to know someone with a camera with the kind of equipment that would produce? And then to get to that level, you know, you'd have to kind of be already proving yourself in a way, studying certain things, trying to create, trying to make statements, like trying to, you know, trying to make statements is what it is. And, and with social media, it's like, you can create a statement and a public statement, you know, Mm -hmm. at any time you want, like just now, just before we went on the (laughs) podcast, I put on my story, you know, that I'm in this place. And now that's a public statement, you know, of just that. And there's so much of it. I mean, it's just weird. It's a weird time, I think, because of that, because I I struggle with that too often, even 
though I know that there's value for here for me. Mm-hmm. Like when you were saying earlier, like I, uh, you're, you wonder if like the things that you're doing are interesting. Like, are they actually good ideas? Do you have the patience to like bring them to fruition? And that's something that I'm 100% I can like feel as well, I guess is just even with the podcast, sometimes I'm like, is what I'm saying here, what am I really like, what am I doing? Am I going to, am I just masturbating basically like on (laughs) air sometimes? Or like, am I just like, what, what is the point purpose, the point, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, do people, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like podcasts because you have to engage with me before I don't throw it in your face. Like it's not even something that will come up. I guess it will in your Instagram feed if I post about it, shit. But, uh, <laughs> no, but yet. but generally it's, uh, that's one of the reasons why I like this medium is like the value. If there is any is, uh, is something that I can like just see grow like more naturally, I guess mm-hmm. it's not inflated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want it to be, I think I was listening to, uh, an episode of another podcast where they were talking about like unearned fame and it's like how it's something that you don't want. Mm. You know, if you actually are famous, but you haven't like worked hard or like did something to get there or whatever it is, you're one, you're going to feel like a fraud because you like know that you didn't, I don't know, whatever you can, I, I haven't really experienced this. I don't think, but in a, to an extent, I think the parkour community did offer a certain level of that because it was, this really fast booming budding world Mm -hmm. because of the internet, because of like all this interconnectivity that you could kind of feel like you were in this like more important. More people wanted to look at you and see you and what you were doing. More people that you Mm -hmm. didn't know wanted to follow your day to day, everyday life that made you feel (laughs) like bigger. And, uh, and that's like, you know, that's like just, nitro for the uh, for the ego just or whatever. ego yeah. but um but partly like you know i don't think i succumb to it too t- terribly or anything but just like you'll feel like a fraud and you'll resent the people that even are fans of you because why would they you know if you don't mm. feel like you're supposed to be there then they're dumb for paying attention to you mm. you know that's interesting but <clears throat> the reverse of that is also just not giving yourself enough credit too it's like there's imposter syndrome, which I think I've also like felt, you know, which is, I don't know if you've heard about this too, where you don't give yourself any credit and you don't like allow your accomplishments to bolster you up or whatever. And like, make you feel like, yeah, like this is where I'm supposed to be. And I think like this whole, you know, whatever, it's all about these stories we're telling each other and and ourselves, right. Of, and you're trying to match it with what's real. I think if you're, if you're like me or like you, it sounds like we were talking earlier. It's like you want to like see yourself more more objectively. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Yeah, I I want to be in touch with what I really am, not what I think I am or what I think I should be. Mm. You know, I want to know and I want to feel and be okay and exist in like what is really there which is never something you can access because you're always in between the past and present because that's what time is but it's like I want to that is my you know (laughs) what I want I want I want to well and also you're always changing too right the whole point of like paying attention to it and trying to grow is so that you're better than you used to be 
in most ways, hopefully, if not always. Or realize what you used to be also, you know, because I feel... Oh, yeah, interesting. You, you know, because I feel like a lot of my growth comes from trying to access what I was as a kid, as a mm. child. Like, I have such vivid memories of what it felt like to be in a room when I was a kid. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to, like, what other kids were doing, like, playing. If someone saw what I was doing and thought it was interesting and came and, like, to play with me, I was like, cool, a friend. And and I was also kind of like, you don't understand what I'm doing. Like, go away. Or, like, I'm going to go, you know? Like, I was just <laughs> yeah. kind of, like, in my own thing. And I was discovering the world. And I and it was, if you wanted to come along with me, great. And if you wanted to come down on my adventure down the street and do my hooligan stuff, cool. If you didn't, I wasn't, you know, and... and <clears throat> And it's not that I, I feel like that's changed so much, but I'm definitely, I have this like almost a hyper awareness, like I've experiences built over time, you know, and, and, and all that adding together. It's like when I'm in a room now, I I carry, I have so much more time and experience Mm. that I'm carrying in my inner world, like in my inner world, you know, and you know, all that. So yes, a lot of that inner work is setting things down that you're like not needing to be carrying right in some ways like i picked that thing up and i've been carrying it for 10 12 years and i don't think it's worth carrying anymore why the fuck am i carrying it and put this thing down right and it yeah and and um you were saying something earlier and then i wanted to bring up like how society like just the way the ideas that were raised around you know Mm. like when you're saying what was it the imposter syndrome oh, where yeah, you yeah. feel like you don't because don't you don't belong or, or nothing that you do is mm, good enough or you're afraid of feeling like, like you're getting boosted up. Mm-hmm. You know, I have that where it's like being, you know, super into yourself is, <laughs> is something that no one wants, you know, yeah, like no yeah. one wants someone that's just like, ultimate narcissist yeah (laughs) yeah but there's a line right because yeah you should be able to feel good about yourself and and you should be able to take credit for for things but you should also have an open mind and be receptive to to criticism you know and and then there's that brings up another thing because then there's like criticism that's coming from like wanting to bring you down. And then there's like critiques that are coming from a place of like, I want to see you grow. I want to see you get better. This is just what I would do better. You know, there's like, there's duality to that too. Oh, for sure. And it's hard to filter one from the other when you don't know where it's coming from, especially online when it's just comments of just like, who knows? Like a lot of people don't know you. Like it feels like they might when you just read the comment even if they just could be some Cheeto finger, just like whatever, just <laughs> yeah, super angry or, you know, upset person in their basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really odd. I mean, like we, when you're saying you try to get back to access, like things as you were a kid, I had this theory that I was mm-hmm. thinking up the other day because I was thinking about some of the stuff we were talking about before we started recording here of <clears throat> at least I feel like there's certain addiction personality, addictive personality kind of thing that, I don't know that it, I would even call it that anymore because I don't think it's 
that almost carries too much of a negative conversation. Like I've heard other ways of describing it, which other carry other connotations. Like, oh, we're built to like worship. We're like worshiping beings. You say just like repetitive behavior patterns. Yeah, just like you have to do things. I guess like the best way to describe it is you have to be. You have to do things that feel and are bigger than you, or you have to mm. like devote yourself or make things bigger than than you. Again, like to to avoid that feeling of being too wrapped up and being too nar- narcissistic and things. Um, and I think when you're a kid, like it's so fun and e- and chill and easy in some ways to explore the world because it's like everything's new, everything's novelty. And then um, what I was going to relate it to is like again the dosage of Mm -hmm. like certain drugs it's like what's healthy for you to to be doing for yourself and it's like when you're a kid it's like very healthy i think to just it's fine to just be constantly exploring because you're getting so much out of every little new experience Mm -hmm. and then once you stacked it all up or whatever and now you can recognize certain patterns then it's really hard to find like new areas for growth Mm-hmm. in some ways that makes sense no, you're making complete sense and i'm just now like what you've said <laughs> makes me think about things and i want to just keep going keep with going it. <laughs> but yeah like fire away you know so taking something you said earlier of like um the inner work comes from dropping certain things you've been carrying that you realize maybe you don't need to be carrying and then it's like you know tying that into into development is like when you're a kid, you're going out and you're exploring and you're kind of in this pure, pure sense of self where um, you're you're existing as as you in the world exploring. But then you have all these outer kind of influences that are like, you know, whether it's your parents or role models or whatever that are like, no, 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 no don't don't do it like that. Mm-hmm. That's not OK. The way that you just decided to handle that situation mm-hmm is not okay or the way you are responding to the situation like emotionally like it doesn't make sense the way you're responding mm. and so you're having to as a kid be like okay well that was my natural reaction or my natural whatever and it was wrong it was like wrong okay <laughs> so i have to relearn reshape how to do and really now that we're adults does anyone know really <laughs> what is right and what is wrong and how to handle things, you know, and you're inheriting, you know, perspectives of the people around you. And and now we get to choose who we respect and we get to choose like minded people to surround ourselves with to influence our perspective. But mm-hmm. as a kid, you're just you're listening to what is right and wrong and what you should and shouldn't. And you're trying to explore, but you're also being told how to explore, Mm. you know? And I think that part of growing up and part of the inner work is like, what about me got like bent up, Mm -hmm. bent and kind of like rearranged inside of me that maybe actually should not have been rearranged. Maybe that perspective of my mom or that perspective of my older brother or that teacher, like maybe they were trying to give me criticism to bring me down because maybe, you know, I was threatening them in a certain way or I was scaring them in a certain way or whatever with things that they were yeah now I'm yeah. now I'm babbling but. I mean no you're not hey well now I know that you thought I was babbling <laughs> no you're <not. laughs> but uh no it's no, okay I knew that you I thought know. you were babbling there you go thank you there you go um <laughs> I agree yeah no it's it's definitely a beast because 
I think this is what I want to segue into too, which would be really good because we, I think it's something we wanted to talk about. And um, like one, the, the difference that I want to draw or not draw, but the question I want to pose now is when you're a little kid, like, and you're getting all these external voices, like you're doing this wrong or whatever, or do th- this mm-hmm. way. I mean, most like mostly I've come to understand that like almost all of them, if not all of them really come from, the place of trying to build you up and if they didn't it was because there's something wrong with said person right or like they they have insecurity or whatever and um and sometimes they're right you know all right maybe not right but i understand it's it's not necessarily that i would i would draw the distinction between like oh were they trying to bring me down it's like more for me it's been like i understand why they said that Mm -hmm. and even if they are Right, maybe like like my mom wants me to be a lawyer or something. Mm-hmm. It's because she wanted me to not have to struggle financially and like have to deal with, lot. You know, she wanted a safe. She's like, trust me. You know, if you do this thing, people are gonna be your life's gonna be figured out, and and at least in this domain, right? And you get that. Now I understand like why they would encourage you to do something like that. But um, when you're a little kid, I was gonna say is you don't have as many. You have lots of dreams and stuff, but. For me, at least, I don't know how your experience was. I wanted to be everything. Like, I wanted to be an astronaut, a movie star, like a fucking. <laughs> I actually did want to be a lawyer for a little bit because when I started getting into trouble, I was like, you know what? These people, people out here need to be defended. I was, I wanted to be a defense attorney. I was like, I want to help people get out of jail because I think this is all unfair. Mm. And, uh, or a doctor or like, mm. um, an architect. Like, yeah, like I mean, there's so many everything things. Everything is so cool. Everything is everything dope. is dope, you know, and it's so, that's it's so hard to choose. Yeah. And so, yeah, the re- what I wanted to, to segue, I guess, into is like we're both, I think, in an area or we, we spoke about it earlier where we're like trying to d- be better at setting goals and stuff for ourselves. At least I am. I don't know if that's true for you. And like really start to commit to things and like, you know, the paintings that I've made in the past, literal and figurative, is like <laughs> I've kind of wandered into some of those things. Mm-hmm. And I was more or less still being the kid where I was like, all right, I'm just exploring things. And I'm like, oh, look, I found I found this really fun thing. I'm just going to keep doing it and just going to keep following and chasing this dream mm-hmm. because this is the one that's kind of unfolding before me. And that's kind of what parkour had done for me for a very long time and is still doing for me. It unfolded underneath your feet kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just like I was following my heart and things were really working out and I was getting growth, 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 growth down that path. Mm-hmm. But um now I'm in a little bit more of like a tricky spot again where like, okay, the growth isn't so easy to find in parkour the way that it was. Mm. Just like when I was playing with my movement, now I, I need more intention. I need more um, time to make that statement, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I was You want to be interacting this. more. Huh? In a way, it's like you want to be interacting with the world more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, I need to, in a weird way, it's like, I don't even want to try to make this point, I don't think. But like I was going okay. outer, outer world and I was like, oh, I need okay. to go back into the outer world mm-hmm. and then further back into the inner world. And then now I've done so much work in the inner world. I'm like, let me be in the outer world for a little bit before I go back to the outer, outer world. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, the one last thing I wanted to add to that was just like, you know, you don't know much about the history of parkour, I don't think, but I don't know. There's a, like the, there's this thing in the discipline, like that I was thinking about earlier today where 
<clears throat> these guys that started it, the founding yamakaze, like the founding fathers, you could say, and, mm -hmm. and, and mothers of the of the discipline, were basically doing this training and stuff and really experiencing the outer world, whatever, the middle world, maybe we should call it. Just the physical, physical, the physical yeah. world. Yeah, we should probably and even define this the, a little bit better yeah, if we're going to keep using it. A little it. Bit. And the middle, <laughs> and the inner world, like it was very much a philosophy and an engagement and interaction with the environment. Before, they were like for a decade or something like, I, I should know the timeline better, but before they made any films, like no one tried to, to make it public and there was so much there that it's like still people are riding that wave in some ways. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think once you've like come to shore on a wave, if, if it feels like that, I like really want to like assess more. I don't know. Like how do you reorient yourself to like find your next wave that you're going to try to ride mm -hmm. or paddle at? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like getting way too across. I'm like surfing and I'm doing parkour somehow at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want. There was like 45 questions in there too. It's no, it's I'm. Uh, I try to just grab on to what I have something to say about the rest. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> babble. <laughs> no, 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 call no, because no. <laughs> I babble. Um, well, I first wanted to just appreciate parkour for a second because I think it's such a interesting way of interacting with the world we've built around us you know mm -hmm. it's 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 like taking our primal animal like self and being like i want to just climb and run up these buildings <laughs> that we built but like you know what monkeys do with trees and what mm -hmm. squirrels do with trees and what we used to do with the ground just running as kids you know it's just taking it to another level and and just uh I appreciate it so much. And I think maybe that's because as a kid, I was, I was super, like if I had run into parkour in my 12 to 14 mm -hmm. years, I, it would have just been something that I, that I took on, but it's not too late. It, it, I feel like it is. No, late. what uh, old are you? I'm 26. Even, like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> I know. I'm uh, not trying to break anything. <laughs> you don't have to. I've never broken a bone doing parkour. That might not be true. I was I might about, have fractured a bone, but. Never been in a cast. Yeah. And I've my worst injuries have been from snowboarding. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm frightened of snowboarding. People are like, oh okay, come, well, it's fun. Uh, I'm like, well I know what you're saying. Parkour is okay. it is extreme if you want to take it there, but it's not extreme if you don't. No, there's and there's plenty I, of like And I think I do miniature parkour in my day to day life. Like I take the weird routes. Like instead mm -hmm. of just walking on the street, like I'll climb up or like I'll you know, like I, I like to, yeah, I like to climb up on stuff and it kind of just makes the, the boundaries of this sur like cement world we've built around us kind of just disappear when you're like, I, I'm not supposed to climb on this, but why, why not? Like mm -hmm. it's here, it's a ledge. I feel like getting up and walking on it, you know? Yeah, it's sturdy, whatever. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> like who says I just have to walk on this sidewalk? It's, it's so, so yeah, I wanted to first do that. Um, on behalf of parkour thank, oh, you. Yeah, thank you parkour <laughs> <laughs> parkour <laughs> I mean um, yeah we. I, I think you'd really enjoy it to be fair I think like you'd be I, surprised too like it's it's a lot of a mental the, what, what kept me in it for longer is mm -hmm. what you're talking about was the first like hit off mm -hmm. the old parkour pipe mm -hmm. but then <laughs> they uh, what kept me going is the mental the mental growth that I got and 
the facing of fear and stuff, which mm-hmm. is like really integral to the to the philosophy. And I think that's why it invariably kind of goes in this place where people find it really extreme is because it is a lot about facing fear and like overcoming what you thought you couldn't do and doing that. Mm-hmm. And if you get really good at that, then you find out real quick that you can do a lot of crazy shit mm-hmm. because humans are animals. Like you said, yeah, we're, like, yeah. we're animals that can do crazy like if you mm-hmm. saw a monkey do the roof gap you wouldn't really think twice because you're like oh well, he's a monkey he knows what's up but it's like you're just a pink monkey mm-hmm. with less hair you know so mm-hmm. you can do it you just have to get in the same mindset mm-hmm. but um you can yeah no i i agree just a little ad for parkour all you people parkour out there. fans yeah <laughs> people out there considering it um but then yeah you were talking about um how do you how do you reorient yourself um and then i also want to tie this back to when we were talking about how do you know when an idea Mm. is good you know because i feel like it's you know it's it's pretty much the same (laughs) conundrum you know Mm -hmm. um and and i think that to break down having the process of having an idea it's like there's the inspiration that gives you the idea and then there's the the in-between of, like, taking it and trying to make it real. And then there's, like, the time that passes that kind of makes you question, like, is this interesting? Is it, like, not? And then what I've started to find is if I just kind of, I'm like, well, if it is a terrible idea, you know, I'm spending time doing something creative, like, I'm getting to know myself. I'm getting mm-hmm. to know what it is like to have a process. And I think that that is what I've been trying to do for myself this year is I've never had problems having ideas, but I have had it's problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's the, the implementation of it, you 100%. know? And yeah, I get stimulated by so many different avenues of life, like just similar to you. <laughs> I still want to do everything. Me like too. I feel like a, I, I still, I'm like, I could, you know, yeah. So it's, it's like, okay, now I have to, to factor in logistically my age, the things that I have already under my belt that I can use, you know, cause I don't want to ever just abandon things mm-hmm. because I don't think I've ever done something that's just useless to, to me as a person, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so how do I piece things together in a new in a new way or in, in redirected in a new way yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's like you have all this clay. There's no sense in like throwing it out. Like it's like, maybe it's real three shaping. Is that kind of what you're saying in some ways? Yeah. But or, it's like, it's still good clay. Like I know what you mean, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Just like, I feel like the same way. <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. I'm like, I don't try to discard things either. Right. I try to like, like, let's bring it. Let's, let's keep whatever momentum and like maybe redirect the momentum or like find some stillness in it. So then we can like move any direction, mm-hmm. but let's not lose it. Let's not discard it. Yeah. And, and, and maybe, you know, I'm trying to come up with a metaphor, but really just when you were speaking about how parkour brought up a lot for you when you started tackling fear that that's threaded through everything like if you like that challenge like we were both talking about before Mm -hmm. where there's an element of us that really uh 
um, appreciates and, and likes doing things that we're afraid of doing and then overcoming it. Um, I feel like this podcast was that is one of those moments for me, you know, because I, I feel like I go through waves of having trouble articulating myself and it, and so I was kind of nervous. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully today's a good day for Annabelle <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. articulate her thoughts or like, hopefully, you know, you know, my mindset's in a place where I'm not constantly questioning everything I'm saying and I can sit and I can actually like follow through, you know, <laughs> but that's going off. But yeah, it's like, how do you take the kind of the main threads, you know, of the things that you've been doing and see their value and their, their, uh, presence in the, in other things, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that, I mean, that for this, the podcast is definitely that for me, that's my continuation. And that's like part of what I did with redirecting the momentum that I already had built mm-hmm. through movement. And it was also half forced on me because I was dealing with injuries and what, you know, there's lots of interesting things I've discovered about that, that like some of that was psychological and just recognize even like a somewhere deep down, I recognized that like, I need to go inward. Like I had spent all this mm-hmm. time in the out, out world or the out world, whatever, either or. And I was like, I have to go. De- now I have to go to the basement to like do some work. And, and uh, for a minute, it took me a while to just even recognize that. You know? To even, yeah. Yeah. And then now can I ask you what, Please. when you recognize that, like, what does it look like for you to go to the basement? Um, It's messy. <laughs> but okay the basement's I mean, no, messy no. but yeah, did no. you just have to turn around or uh, you know what was the process of how does it feel to be in the basement how do you get there I think it was uh asking better questions was like a one one thing I was starting to do better I think journaling was really an interesting addition to my life because mm-hmm. the way I think out loud or especially think just like when I'm not speaking, I think really crazily fast and laterally and just pff, explosive thought. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I like ideas yeah, again. Yeah. Like ideas are easy. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. you're an idea guy? Hey, hey, guy that goes, I've got ideas. I'm an idea man. <laughs> hey, you're useless. Everyone's got ideas. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, the implementation is the part. But like, yeah. so when I when I started writing, I realized that I slowed my thoughts down even more just by the nature of like, all right, it takes longer to write them out. And yeah, the way I thought diff- was different and it kind of like was revealed deeper thoughts than the things that I could save really quickly or the things I could think almost instantly. Mm-hmm. So that was helpful. Um, and then again, it was it's sort of following that fear always just like, what am I afraid of? not knowing what's on the other side of that, there's almost always growth on the other side of that. Like, so just pushing more into the unknown. Mm-hmm. So it With didn't have to be were... a complete 180, but it had to be a shift in direction because <clears throat> I guess I felt like I knew what my challenges what felt like. For me, movement in that domain, specifically like the things I was doing, jumping, whatever, mm-hmm. I felt like I could, you know... I knew what I could do jumps wise. Mm-hmm. And so just it, then it was became a thing where I was like, I'm not growing by doing more and more jumps. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, where am I going to grow? I'm like, well, I haven't really looked at, you know, my relationships with my family or like, I haven't really looked at my relationships with, you know, women and like how I want them to be better, like, mm-hmm. like in a partner scenario. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
That's having, the hardest one. That's fucking, there's some shit there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for everybody. It's for everybody. So yeah. I was like, all right, what areas, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really confident as a mover in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, but mm-hmm. uh, what am I not so confident at? And so I guess it was just finding all these, and I realized there's tons of work. Like, there's plenty of directions to go in. So. There's so much, which is the, what it's exhilarating about about life. It's It's like yeah <laughs> you know um yeah no so that's so, so yeah partially sorry to bring it back to the the surfer analogy but it's just <laughs> like and it, part of that was also getting over the the when you because you can be paralyzed by the amount of work and everything that's done so i think another big thing like aside from any all all of that is just maybe just start trying to catch waves just start doing whatever i just would start opening doors. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they're like, oh, this one feels lame. Mm-hmm. Like I could do something bigger than this, but at least I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think it's like, how long do you give something time to unravel? You know, mm-hmm. I think that for me, it's like, I need to realize that you, you can try something and get curious about it. And, and if it doesn't start to give something back to you after like, you know, and it depends on what we're talking about, like project versus like a life decision versus, you know, whatever. But there has to be kind of like a time, a time where you cut off. OK, this is no longer worth my time. This project mm-hmm. is no longer worth my time. Clearly, this is, you know, not getting anywhere um, in and I used to do that way too fast. Like I would mm-hmm. kind of have an idea or like, um, you know, think about something and try it out. And I would try it out for not long enough for, for it to actually be something I was experiencing or something I was developing. And I would get, yeah, just doubt it, mm-hmm. you know, too soon. So I think I've started to give things more time. Like I can't know what I don't know. And I have to, to give, I have to give myself the, the, the space to experience that time of like figuring it out is, Mm. is where it is. The work is, you know, and the interesting things come is like, if we're bringing it, let's, you know, (laughs) take it to like a skill or something that you're learning, like, you get shown a coordination drill and then all of the work in between is what's interesting. And then you get it, but some things take you way longer to get than other things. Some things you pick up right away and you're like, okay, cool. Like I got this pattern down or I got this jump down or whatever. And some things just take longer. And the trick is knowing like, how long do you give something before you're like, you know, maybe I can't do this or maybe (laughs) I shouldn't do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, tough to pick your battles in that way sometimes because you know i want to be a pro singer too (laughs) (laughs) do you really um i don't think i don't know i think i have to like find out i guess if i really wanted to do that by putting in the work because that's the other thing is like you can get like like you said how do you know i think i enjoy performance and singing enough that maybe i could do that maybe I don't think I've had enough experience to compete with people that have been doing it since they're four or whatever. But another thing that I've realized is like, well, and again, what the fuck do I know? But 
part of um, my parkour journey shifting and like getting to like a, a pinnacle of sorts and then being like, okay, this it's never ending. Like there's always going to be, no matter what you achieve, if you achieve the coordination drill or whatever, like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. So taking more time and like digesting things has been like way more relaxing in my life than trying to like get, get to the there. goal as fast as possible. Like, let's just, uh, I've allowed myself to savor the journey and I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'll get a little bit into this without needing to go balls deep, like first day and just being like, all right, I'm committed. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, I can test the waters. Um, and it's a lifelong journey. If it, if it is a thing that, you know, like with movement and stuff, like it's a lifelong thing for me. Like I know that this is something I'm carrying with me forever. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I guess like if I'm going to get into to singing and stuff, it's like, all right, if I'm going to be into it for my whole life, if it's really that valuable, then there's no rush. Right. And, and <sighs> singing is ridiculous. So like, come on guys, I'm, I'm just teasing. But, <laughs> no, just but you might see me on uh, your next stage (laughs) (laughs) open mic night Brandon Douglas hey you know I'm being I'm perfecting my voice through the podcast (laughs) getting some down low notes and what do the up high ones sound like (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got some work to do pretty good yeah yeah okay well (laughs) I can't hit the high ones without screaming at you (laughs) yeah don't do that um yeah, that's also something that I think about with if life was just kind of like a an arrangement of puzzle pieces of interests and hobbies and and things, you know, which do you choose to be the money maker? You know, what aspect of what you're interested in or like doing do you choose as the money maker? Mm-hmm. And where do you put other pieces of the puzzle and like with singing, it's like, is an, an example of something that it takes so much work and dedication and like there's so much that you have to do to even kind of yeah make it, right? So with something like that, if you're not like, I you, have yeah, to be like, a singer or else. Like, this is Yeah, exactly. Yeah, then you're then not it's, gonna be relevant. And, and then to yeah, make money. what's the rush? Exactly, but, to make money. Then what's the rush in developing yeah, exactly. the skill of it? It's like, yeah. do it for when you like. When, when it's fun, when you have the time, do it, you know, to feed your soul and do it as much as you want. But it doesn't have to be this thing you go like full in. I'm all in. I just jumped in. I just gave up everything I was doing. Guys, I announced my retirement. I'll see you on the stages of the world. I'm, I'm becoming a singer. I'm going to be on the subways playing guitar. Yep. And uh, I can see belting it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and all and all kinds of instruments so i'm gonna get some looping pedals you'll see me out there mm-hmm. maybe i'll go acapella that's the that's the way to go that's the way to go then i don't need equipment and i'm just no overhead yeah that's yeah. what's up yeah i don't know yeah, um, it's just no, tough yeah. I, I i guess i want to circle back and like what, what about you with mm. with um where you're at and like how are you because I again okay so just to combat like what we've just been saying a little bit mm-hmm. we've all it's like it's good to to just let it be easy and like let it grow and let it be natural mm-hmm. but um I think that there's also a, a necessity like if you don't have that money train figured out and even if you do 
what are you really applying your your energy towards mm-hmm. and like how do you focus that in a healthy way because if you're if you're about the personal growth and stuff it's really it's really easy to not be putting your energy towards some things that are good. I think I was thinking about the yin-yang symbol. So wait, you're saying if you put a lot of energy into personal growth, it's easy to put things energy into things that aren't good? <clears throat> Sorry, no, no. Um, if you care about personal growth, uh-huh. then you have to really be paying attention to like how you're doing it, I guess is what I'm saying. Because you can convince yourself that, mm. you know, like again, with the how, how do you know it's a good idea? Like how do you, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're kind of circling, but no, I think with personal growth, it's more of like an intuitive feeling, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think with that, you can trust that the things that you are wanting to get better at, it's coming from like a need, mm. you know, instead of like trying to create something you don't know yet. Cause for me, at least like personal growth is like, I need to, to understand this or, or like (laughs) in order to, in order to move on to the next level of myself, like it becomes very clear what the next layer is for me always. And then it's like, that's how do I tackle that layer? Like for me right now, it's, um, being comfortable speaking in front of a room in like a, almost a teacher setting, Mm -hmm. but but what is that really? That's me, you know, the fear of that comes from the fear of being seen and also the doubt that what I have to say is worth sharing in a way that is like like lessons or that I have something to really say, mm. you know, so how do I work on that, you know? And for me... How do you work on that? <laughs> well, it actually started with, it's interesting, you were saying that to go into your basement, like writing kind of was the key to unlock that door for you. Like for me, it was video journaling because Mm -hmm. I could always write. I can write like I'm drinking water. Like I can write (laughs) like my feelings out, you know, um, I can dance. And for me, dance is just existing in the feeling. It's, it's just existing in it. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not stating or making a statement or like deciding anything. It's just like, this is what this feeling feels like. (laughs) Um, but for me, it was using my voice and like being able to express it through words. So I started video journaling myself because I was like, if I can't say what I feel out loud, then how am I ever going to articulate anything that I want to say to anybody else, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so just getting comfortable hearing my own voice and then getting comfortable watching it and also starting to like move past the discomfort of being on camera too that's kind of a whole other layer but now I'm like I want to just I want to do th- some theater like I want to put myself out there where I'm still not really it's not really me but I'm gaining the presence the confidence of like you know performing with mm. my voice versus performing with my body you know um, I feel you big time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of parallels for me. Like, I'm yeah. like, all right, yeah. That's where, that's partly why this started as well. Journaling, the podcast is a video journal of sorts. Totally. And it's weird because I wasn't as aware of it as you seem to have been. 
I just started doing it. Like, again, I just followed that instinct in a way. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, holy shit, I'm like doing this because I need to do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's wild. And then who knows what the next layer is? I'm terrified because I think the stronger you get, the more the challenges can actually be larger and more intense. Like if you... Bolster, mm-hmm. If you build yourself up, I've said bolster like 45 times. I've <laughs> never said it. And then all of a sudden today, it's my favorite word. I'm going to have a word of the day and it's bolster today. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, the more you're able to like confront and, and do all and handle all these things, then it seems like the more life can throw at you. Um, yeah. That's Okay. And that's why the inner work is so important, because if you want to keep going, there are things that are subconsciously like behavior patterns, coping mechanisms, things you do to deflect, you know, that that Mm. get in the way of you becoming what you want to become and what you and what even is that like wanting to become what you want to become is like wanting to interact with the world at a hundred percent you know because I feel like I'm interacting with the world at it changes but I think I'm in like the 60 60 percent you know mm-hmm. of being like vulnerable raw just like Annabelle <sighs> all you know just and, and and that can look so different yeah. you know because like you were saying earlier we change constantly but but yeah like that's what it is to me and or and maybe I get you're a hundred percent in those areas where you're comfortable, but mm-hmm. across the board, it's like averaging. Is that yeah. how you could look at it? Because it's like in dance, you're probably so comfortable, you're probably in the 90s or or higher. I don't agree. Maybe, no. maybe you're at 20%. Maybe <laughs> I'm totally way off here. Okay, well, but I understand what you're saying. It's like, yeah, yeah, I think that's, if you're looking at your stat points, you're like, all right, I'm about a seven or an eight or a nine, or I feel like a 10 in this one category, mm-hmm. but I'm a two down here. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and then, like, let's say you have four columns that you can see, you know, and and uh, in two of the columns you're you're ranking pretty high, and in the other two you're ranking pretty low. And I would say that for you, you were saying that you were looking at relationships with your family and like relationships just in general as those mm-hmm. that are stacking kind of low. And then when we're talking about how do you kind of decide what the next wave is, it's not adding more rows and you know Uh, just being like well maybe this maybe this row works out and you try it out and you kind of hit like a three (laughs) for a year and then you're like and then you move on and you add another row because then you're adding so much to have to level out you know it's like yeah how do you look at what you already have get better in the categories you want to maintain maybe you drop some of them you know Mm -hmm. maybe but i think that's kind of how i grow i guess yeah i like that i think that's interesting way to look at it i would agree that that's probably that's probably how i do things in a way because yeah you only have a certain amount of energy so you can't you can't just keep adding rows for infinitely yeah but if you have a really strong base then i think it like you create like a bell curve for yourself and then the more can be included in, in that middle section. Well, yeah, the, the, I think, yeah, the, when you're saying you can add, you need a few tent poles to hold up a big tent. 
but like a and three is not a tent pole. Bigger. Yeah. <laughs> a ten's a tent pole. Okay. Yeah. So or get even yourself a ten. Six or seven. Like two tens is the biggest tent you can build. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, is like a tent thing. I like this tent thing a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like the more ten stacks that you have, the bigger your tent is. And like, yeah, you can get little ones, but really, if you go f- deep into like certain categories that you're trying to grow on, it'll probably make it easier to raise another tent pole. Yeah, or even looking at it as a like foundation layers, like f- stacking from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. You know, like having having a stronger lower stack of stuff that you've that you've put work and time into getting better at and you've learned and done the personal growth that it takes to to like maintain it you know and you know how to take care of those things for yourself then you can add another layer because you've spent enough time creating the foundation and you don't really need to put that much thought into it anymore because it's become kind of your routine. It's become just kind of how you live your life. And then you can add another layer. And I think that we can circle that back to like the, the, the stronger your, your layers are, the more you can, the more and more you can stack, but you have to put in the time and you have to, you know, put in the work to make those layers sustainable for, for more weight. Wait, bring it on. (laughs) <laughs> that's all i'm saying all right i'm ready ready i'm ready for a little more weight uh you're yeah. ready for more weight a little bit well yeah yeah are I you am. ready for more weight or are you starting to like I, I'm, strengthen I, I, your foundation i'm doing both i'm strengthening my foundation is really what i'm doing yeah and i'm taking a, a breather from certain things and and after we're at episode 50 today which it's pretty Woo, exciting. That's when I exciting. get to fifty-two. That's a weeks. I mean, weeks. That's a year's worth of content that I put out with this podcast, and I might take a week off or two just to like recalibrate and like see where we go from there. Because again, I think like what we've been saying is like I really want to set goals, set the right thing, and like. I don't want to be just kind of going off. I mean, it's been working out though. Like randomly just hit you. You'd, we talked last night and I was like, yes, I needed a guest for tomorrow. Yeah. And there's a guest. Yeah. Um. So things do work out, but uh, I think, you know, if I'm being dead honest, I, I know I can do more in this. Like I'm, I'm trying to get this to attend. I'm trying to get like my ability to produce and host this podcast to attend. And I'm probably at like a, Let's not say. <laughs> yeah. Let's say, uh, I mean, I would say a four or something. So what are the what are the themes or the topics of conversation you feel like you want to, you know, let's say this year, this 52 podcast 52 is, is like kind of just the sketch, you know, mm-hmm. like what are you going to take from it? What do you want? the next layer to be of this like um let's see good question uh the first year has been very much about a lot of the same stuff we're talking about just like the journey of like starting the journey in a way it's Mm -hmm. like what does it mean to really re like kind of focus your life in some ways Mm -hmm. but also at least that's what it's kind of turning out to be at the beginning it was very much just like talking about relevant parkour things. Um, but I realized that, and I've wanted, 
I've realized from the beginning that I want this to be about more than than what's happening in the parkour community specifically, Solely, but right. just like how are we all like not just me and the parkour, the world of parkour, or the uh, you know the community of friends and practitioners and people like you that I know here. Like, how can I like build everyone in my life? Like, how can I really take this to a point where I can get offer something? Like, I really want to grow the audience mm -hmm. in a way that I can bring people that come on a platform to really like share something bigger and and like what they want to do and, and hopefully inspire and help people, but also. I'm torn because like I like to have a silly goose time at the mm -hmm. same time. And that's uh, the other half of this podcast is like me just talking about like goofy shit. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know that I have to pick, but I have to like figure out really, you know, what it, what it, what it can be and stuff. But yeah, well, I wish I had a better answer. No, I don't think that, that, no, I think that was a great, perfect answer. Um, I'd say you can have both, you know, what's to say you only have one podcast, you know, who's to say that maybe, maybe you have a more goofy and then you have this podcast that you are starting to develop more of like a, a serious, not serious, but just like Frank, you know, like mm -hmm. what's really here, like what we were talking about before, you know, trying to get into the process of, of people and and just really be able to speak to what's what's in the present, you know. And I think it's just fine-tuning more topics of conversation. And I also feel like the um, focus shouldn't be on trying to bring in the audience. It should be on figuring out what the podcast is because that will build the correct audience. Yeah, you know? no, I was thinking that even just now. I was like, you know what? I don't know if that's really what I want. I'm like, I do yeah. want their audience to be there. Yeah. Eventually, but like, but uh, that's that'll not come, the right? aim, right? Yeah. That'll that's not come. really like, that's just, that's like the distant thing. And I don't know how to get there still, but like, I want, I know that that would be, I, that would be good for me and for everyone that got to come on. So that's like something that I should shoot for. Yeah. You should keep but, that energy. But yeah, like really. And I think I've tried to stay true to that is like, I don't really I'm just here to like interact with you mm -hmm. more than I am here for any, like when I have someone on, it's like, that's really all it's, it's every episode is in and of itself valuable to me mm -hmm. and regardless of whoever listens or what they take from it. But yeah. it's tough. If I had two podcasts, fuck, <laughs> I'm already like spread kind of thin right now. So I don't mm -hmm. know if I could, um, justify that with uh without losing quality but i i want to i want to just keep going i guess in some ways i just kind of want to keep going I, I don't know maybe it'll reveal itself more to me i really you know? think like what's the rush yeah. you know with what's the rut what's the rush with needing it to be what it's gonna be now already you know yeah. it's only been a year it's only been a year exactly and it's that patience and like you said it's like give it the time yeah because and also I think if it became something crazy tomorrow then boom now i've got that imposter syndrome up the ass because i'm gonna be like i don't even know what to do with it yet like right clearly so yeah uh if if for some reason it blew off the chain 
then then I wouldn't even know where to go with it in some way. Right. So yeah, we're just still figuring it out. Which is which is so cool. It's like, you know, finding the the process of creating this podcast, which is this new thing that you're trying and it's also a redirection. It's it's kind of summing up everything that has been in this conversation, you know. Yeah. So well, thanks for coming on. This is oh, another yeah. thing that like I think is great is like I, I do know that this is one thing I it feels like I'm drawn to is like having more people like you that are local or mm-hmm. um, just like artists, people that like have these kinds of thoughts and I and whatever. I'm like I've always enjoyed talking to to you and other people like about these weird meta <laughs> physical kind of things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It, it was really cool to just get to, you know, speak into this really fat microphone that's huge, sitting really close to my eventually face. Eventually, you're going to have one like this because that is insane. Like, I can only yeah, see, like, I can half see, your face right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's absurd. And they had a smaller windscreen for it. And then yeah. the, they, can't, they, they sent a bigger one. And I was like, well, I got to use the big one because right. clearly... Um, it's just kind of it like you know protection. how you can always see your nose, but your yeah. eye, like your brain just kind of starts to fog it out. out. It's slowly the microphone has slowly started to kind of feel like a nose. Yeah, exactly <laughs> disappeared. But it's yeah. It's, um, yeah, we're we're happy to have you. We really appreciate it, and I think like I think whatever people take from this, like I think there's a lot of people that are on the same journey. You know, I think mm-hmm. this is just huge for, for our generation. We're all trying to figure that this stuff out and we're all trying to do something with our lives that's more meaningful than, you know, what we were scolded and told to do maybe mm-hmm. from, from people generations prior. So mm-hmm. hopefully we all figure it out. We will. <laughs> we will. Um, so what did I say? Oh yeah. That the moral of the story is start a podcast, do video journal, video journaling and, uh, and don't judge yourself and don't judge yourself okay (laughs) perfect thanks annabelle bye bye